Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Warped Season 2, Episode number 23. We will be using mature language. Prepare yourselves however you want to do that. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. It's been, uh, it's been a little while. We had a few issues happen, and we had to end the show a bit early. Plus, last week, I got screwed by, uh, by a power outage and uh, internet outage. And uh, I was not happy, to say the least, but we're here. We're here. We're ready to continue on. Minus one Zagonicus, who will not be joining us today. He had, uh, he's, he's not feeling great, so he'll be hopping back in for, uh, I think, Seventh Eon tomorrow and Nameless Ones on Monday. Hooray, which you guys uh, saw a little bit of the trailer for. And, uh, yeah, welcome to the stream, everybody. Let's go around the room. Let's do some introductions for our players and any announcements that they may have before we get started. Let's start with Mr. Iron Chef uh, Bobby Flair. What's up, guys? I'm Bobby, streamer on Twitch. Iron Chef Bobby Flail. I'm addicted to Vermintide 2. I'm going to be playing more of it tonight and tomorrow and then the next day and then the next day and then the next day. And then, well, you get the picture. Uh, I played... I was gonna say Tuvok. I play Vok two, the uh, the predator alien who's well, uh, a stealthy where we got, guy. Where you got your What's name that? from? Yeah, I know. I, I I'm gonna keep. I'm probably gonna call him Tuvok at some point. But you I also have a did. dog Literally that's trying to eat my chocolate did. chip muffin. So as long as he's not Tuvix, because yeah. that episode was amazing. But Tuvix was actually but... nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, I'm Bobby. Let's play. <laughs> Speaking of nightmare fuel, fuzzy. No, that's horrible. What is that's that's not okay. Well, not I mean, nightmare you know. fuel. No, no, I am. Let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Fuzzy Freaks. How are you? Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, I I've been playing a lot of um Stalker. Uh, oh, yeah, and I, I play Betty. She's right, my lover. She's ba basically that, and sexual harassment on on two legs. Um, just 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 a walking harassment claim. You know, she's she's the HR nightmare to end all HR nightmares um yeah and 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 i've been playing stalker a lot also tried out surviving mars but I, uh, nah, wasn't, wasn't really feeling it I gave it like two days and it's just, eh, just i don't know i don't know man i don't know hold me back hold me back I, I, look i know peachy i know i wanted to like it i really did but it's just i don't know it's not you paradox it's me <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just can't get into um, City Skylines either. I like played it a bit and it was just like... Oof. City Skylines, also a great game. I know, it's just... Yeah. I need to reevaluate a few things in my life. Um, yeah, and hang on, there's a dog about to bark loudly. Uh, because there's a man here with some Chinese food for us. Uh, yeah, so uh, what am I going on? Oh yeah, tomorrow I'm probably going to be doing a subathon that I've delayed for two weeks. Um, but yeah. That, that, that's me. Hi. Next. Speaking of next, simply. <laughs> Hello, I'm next. Um, I'm Simply Jackson, uh, writer, podcaster, video art, games, etc. Uh, played Sea of Thieves last night. Be doing an art stream tomorrow. All the craziness. Um, I play 7H1CC or Theic, um, our robot, our Android. If I should say that right, Android. Um, with a curiosity for hiding, thieving, and puzzles, and not very good at combat, or flying, or navigating, or social differences. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Very good at furniture, though. 
very, very good at furniture. Very good at trash pile. Very good at table. Very good at those. Strong table game. Very good at smashing nitro buttons. Yeah, have you considered disguising yourself as as a green wheelie bin? What's a green wheelie bin? It's (laughs) a a British standard. Yeah. I would assume it's just like a giant garbage thing. They're the they, they kind of like, you know, chest high on me and and, and with the flip-up lid and the two yeah, wheels. flip-up lids? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the garbage Hello. cans with the two wheels the on there. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Also, my dog really is being been? extremely uh, needy right now, so I'm going to keep myself muted a lot because he is doing the whimpering thing. So. Needy dog, oh. needy dog. <laughs> Speaking of needy dogs, Peachy. <clears throat> I'm fucking fucking sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She said it. (laughs) I'm PhD Pixelate. I have been playing Surviving Mars because it is crack. It is amazing. Paradox, once again, after City Skylines, which is another amazing game, has knocked it out of the park with their publishing choices. (laughs) It's very good. It's very good. I think you can tell if you're going to like it if you watch it. You watch it and you you know. You know straight away if that's your game or not, I think. Definitely. Who do I play? Don't help. The muscle. No, wait, that's the character that the character's playing. Dr. Dick Icarus. Science. I remember the voice. Yes. Science. I've got no jokes. Um, My sex life. Why is that different from normal? What's new? Yeah. I was making a joke. Give me a second. God damn it, Brad. This is this is where I'd use my soundboard, but I can't. <laughs> I have Brad on my soundboard that just says hello, <laughs> and I I've hello. had so many delightful conversations with him. Hello, so many... <laughs> hello, hello. I'm 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 done. I'm done here. Okay, We're done. good. We're done here. That's fine. Hey everybody, I'm Wax Steven. I am the GM of Doom. I'll be dragging these guys kicking and screaming through the adventure today. We will see what happens. I am uh I'm I'm curious myself cuz uh, I I don't even really know what what's happening right now. Um but if you guys like what I do here, you can follow me twitch.tv/waxsteven and at waxsteven on uh Twitter and on Tomorrow, we've got uh, Table Story the Seventh Eon. Uh, it's going to be taking place here at 2 p.m. Eastern. Please remember that Daylight Savings Time takes effect uh, tomorrow for all the Americas people. So for the Euros out there, um, things are going to be an hour earlier, I believe, because um, we're springing I forward. forgot all about that. That's why I'm reminding people, because I knew everyone would forget. Um, so I've been doing my best to try to remind everybody that tomorrow's daylight savings time. I feel like it's early too. Like, isn't it normally later? I don't know. I feel like the whole, the, the, this whole like regular time part of the year seemed way shorter than normal. Um, but, uh, yeah, daylight savings time That's tomorrow. Everything seems to go faster when you're yeah, Exactly. It's just, I'm just that old. Everything is just fast now. Just, just um, think how fast life is going past for me, Wag. Oh yeah. Yeah. It does make me feel a little bit better. And Peachy's just like a little bit older than me, so that also helps. This is making me feel real good. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling great. Bobby, you're the youngest awesome. one here. I think. That kind of blows my mind. I think I might be. You're also the tallest one here. Yes. Yeah. Wait, how old are you, Bobby? Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Oh, he looks it, doesn't he? I look about forty. <laughs> 
I can't wait till you shave the beard, Bobby. And one you, day I'll you, go back to. Oh my god! Go, go with the, the mustache. Do the mustache again. I'm I'm good. Well, I'll rock the mustache probably for a few streams. Yeah, yeah. And I not, shaved not once. I looked like I was twelve. <laughs> Never again. I, I don't think you even. Dude, you you rock that mustache though, Bobby. I Trust did. Yeah. Me. It was it was pretty dope. That's I gotta say. You can pull it off. You can do it. Not many people can rock a mustache, but you, my friend, you can Bobby's rock a mustache. Not yeah. Um but yeah, um so uh if you guys want to check that out tomorrow 2 p.m. Eastern is 7th Eon and then Monday I'm going to be over at Brad Wodo's channel uh for Table Stories new show The Nameless Ones. It's going to be a dark fantasy demony kind of setting. Uh it's going to be good stuff and we are using the OLD system which is kind of in the same um wheelhouse as this system here that we use, which is NEW. If you guys are curious about either system, you can head on over to WineRPG.com uh, to find out all the information there um, about the systems. There's three that make up the whole uh, What's Old is New system, specifically starting with the OLD system, which is what we're using on Monday. Uh, it's kind of the fantasy, kind of earlier stuff. I'd say like Renaissance and Before um, is OLD. And then N-O-W is kind of like um, sort of, I guess, uh, a little bit after the Renaissance, uh, focusing maybe a little bit uh, from our, into our future. And then N-O-W, or N-E-W is what we're playing on this show, and that's kind of sci-fi and, and space opera type stuff into the future. So whatever your level of, of uh, technology that you want to play, there is a system for you there. So check it out. See what it is, and uh, I have to recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we are sponsored by um, by by uh, Morris, the creator of the What's Old is New system. Um, but I wouldn't honestly be an advocate for it if I didn't like it. It's it's a good stuff, uh, especially if you're leaning for leaning towards making campaigns that are sort of sandboxy in nature. I think it very much lends itself to that kind of uh, setup. So you should check it out. But let's get started here with our campaign today. Today, we've been uh, in a strange situation. The characters have interacted with a new alien race by the name of the Pyrilp, uh, the chat-created race, by the way. Uh, they're an interesting interacted. bunch. Yeah, some on a very personal, intimate level. I guess not even that personal, more just Any intimate. Any orifice is a goal, okay? <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Uh, so yes, they've they've met up with this race of strange creatures that look at life and, and the way that their economy needs to function a little bit differently than most people. They've got an interesting setup called the Spectacle. It happens to be a... A sort of entertainment for their race, where their economy is closely tied into it. Everyone participates in the spectacle at one point or another to earn various credits to use on all different kinds of things and um, interact with the spectacle in further ways. There are sort of like channels where you can watch all different kinds of content and participating in it in a very um, interesting and sort of deep way 
nets you more points and credits at the end of your experience. There's all different kinds of entertainment packages, battle royales, uh, murder mysteries. Uh, um, the one that we're doing in particular this time happens to be a sort of noir cyberpunk kind of uh, mystery. But it's not just that, because we've met a few new people that have interacted in this setting, and they have participated in a romance genre. Um, uh, and uh, there's a few others that are going on here as well. But the main gist of the story seems to be a sort of cyberpunk noir setting. The characters have been participating in it, and uh, Ilya Zagatikus's character, Thick, and Doctor Icarus have been taking on the main leading roles of the uh, sort of detectives in this noir sort of uh, environment. Ilya is taking the lead detective role, Thick the plucky sidekick, and Doctor Icarus, of course, as his science is the most important thing in his life has injected himself with steroids to become the muscle. Now wait. They just claimed to be the muscle by putting on a wife beater. I was put into this role and I will fulfill this role with the, to the best of my ability. Sure. Meanwhile, Bobby's character, Vok2, is a an assassin hunted down one of his long-term enemies in a fight that ended with Betty stealing the kill from him. When this Maybe. information is imparted unto the rest of his race, it is very possible that Vok2 will be forever a laughingstock. I'll never know. Never. Forever and ever and ever. Not, not They'll never know. It's not. <coughs> it's not like the, it was recorded. I got the head. I, I took the head of the, the, the dude, Crystal Head. So sure, we're good. It was me. I I did all the work. In the last episode, the characters learned a little bit more about Betty's love interest, a person by the name of Molly. Molly is the sister to one of the primary murder suspects uh, in this adventure that's happened so far. Uh, they found out that Molly is, in fact, one of the members of the Pyrilp race itself. She explained several of the, um, I guess, intricacies of the spectacle system as it is, and they learned a bit more about it. Uh, and uh, Molly was told by the others uh, about this murder that took place and that her sister was a possible uh, suspect, a main suspect, as she was seen fleeing from the, from the crime. Molly took a look at uh, the, I guess, the playback on Ilya's data pad of this crime and saw the victim seeming to exclaim that she knew this person or had some kind of interaction or something as she took a vested interest in the playback. And that's where we're going to start the session today. Molly's holding up the data pad and she says, Son of a bitch! With her eyes wide open. She sort of 
puts a hand uh, to her chest, uh, breathing heavily. She says, I, I know that, I know that person. That, that, that was one of, that was one of our, our friends in, in the slave pit. They, they, they helped us escape. Uh, in the what pit? The slave what pit. You sla- yeah, slave. She said slaves, right? Slave pits. You're from the slave pits. They, they call them that. They're not really pits. They're. But they are, are they slaves. Pits. It sounds more dramatic. I don't know. I didn't write the story, but that's where my character's from. That person there. That was right in character. That person there is, well, was one of our liberators, I guess. When we escaped, they... She says, I'm sorry, this, uh, I, I ha- I'm having a difficult time trying to stay in character for this with all that's going on right now. Um, I'm going to lose some style points if I don't try to um, ham it up a little bit, okay? What are these style points? You keep speaking of these style points, but... And she says... (laughs) She kind of, like, looks at you and, like, shakes her head. And she says... "I, I... I know this person, this... This is Drivat. And she says, um, Drivat was, Drivat was one of, like I said, one of our liberators. They, they took some sacrifices to get us out of the slave pit. Dravat lost an arm. That one, and she points to the data pad, is artificial. Cyberware. Well, that's an upgrade. I'm sure Dravat did not see it that way at the time. He's not wrong. It is an upgrade. They can be really upgraded, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Do you know what, what a stranger is? No. Is that a, a brand of uh, cybernetics? What? No, it's when you... No. Never mind. Never mind. Look, so, right. Um, stay in character, get your style points. How about if I interrogate you, and then you tell us what we need to know? I think that is a good idea, Dr. Icarus. You are right. supposed to be the muscle, so it makes sense. Uh, 
I smack her across the face. <laughs> Does Dr. Dick have any of the fingers still sitting in his lap or anything like that? Or do I, I took them all back, I think. Yeah. But does he have like little? Does he have any like stains on him from from sure, the, sure. the nest? Yeah. He's wearing a wife beater. He's got probably a really? few blood stains. <laughs> I mean, there's debris. There, he's he's probably turned his uh his wife beater like it's a, it's like half John McClane right now. It's like half die hard. Not even, probably not even blood. He just took ketchup out of my trash bin. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to look the part thick. What, what is this? When mustard? Yeah. What are the chances that when he's cleaning out the side of his chair, he's going to find a stray finger down there? You know, biscuit crumbs, spare change, finger. So, Dr. Icarus, give me a strength check plus brawling if you've got it, or intimidation. Hmm. Do I have brawling? <laughs> Let me see. Oh, look at that. No, I don't. Um, I don't think I've got intimidation, right? I don't have that. Here we go, strength. An eight. An eight. A powerful roll for Peachy. Uh, yeah, you just kind of lightly slap her across the face like... Now, see, Touch, you tell us what we gotta hear, because otherwise I'll set the boys on you, see? Huh? I look around. Do I see any of the boys? No, they they kind of... Uh, they, they've collected... Um, they collected I think he means their... my boys that I'm gonna yeah. set on. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I've never heard that turn of phrase before, so I'm I'm curious. I'm checking my surroundings. Yeah, there's there's nobody around. Okay. Now then, now then, there's no need for you to get violent. I'm sure she'll tell us what she needs to know. I'm sure I can make it worth her while. So you want the style points, correct? Betty, this is an interrogation. Okay. This is I'm this is not an interrogation. This is an interrogation. Oh, good and I'm going to wait. No bad cop. Sexy. Shoot out my hand, and I'm going <laughs> to grab around the neck and pick her up. Wait, wait, wait! I'm the muscle here. Wait, Give me a strength check, please, uh, Vok Two. You and want if, pr- if you press uh, brawling or intimidate? Uh, yeah, you can give me either one of those. Okay, but not both. All right. I'm the only one who gets to do any joking around here. Do you mind? Eighteen. I, I quickly try to grab onto her legs as he pulls her up. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll lift you up with her. Uh, yeah. Probably so you, you probably pick her up. She's like, now. Doctor Icarus has one know. of her feet, like just has it grabbed. I'm the muscle. <laughs> oh no! Get, like uncomfortably close. You, you too. definitely can't grab her like this. I feel like you just have her ankle or something with one hand. Really, just <laughs> kind of barely grabbed on. And I'm, I'm tugging. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got her lifted up like eye level. So her feet. How tall is um is Molly? How how tall do you think Molly is, Betty? How tall? What do you have in your head pictured for Molly? Um, she's probably got boobs at Betty's eye height. So, so not hugely tall. No, 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 no. She because Betty's what? How tall are Boreans? Like she's, they're sort of dwarf like, height, right? Yeah, like yeah. three to four feet. Mm. So, so she's like I think five feet. I think four feet. I think four feet in general. So five, five and a half feet. You know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I got her up eye height, and I, I get uncomfortably close. This is a a traditional Drazakian interrogation technique. And I just bring her really, cr- really close, and my some of my tentacles kind of start like wrapping around her face, and I just it's just like, I tell me everything, and there's some spittle kind of flies out of my mouth, and it's just like little gross blue chunks of uh, 
of spit just kind of sitting on her face. She's just... We think you might need to, you know, loosen the grip a bit because she can't talk like that. Why? It slides herself under her feet. Because she can't talk or breathe or do that. Put her down. Now, come on. Are you being a stepladder right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I just, like, let go. <laughs> she just tumbles all over thick, like falls to the ground in this awkward heap. I'll help her out. Wait, there, wait, over. That's how you interrogate, little doctor. So, uh, give yourself five style points there, Voktu. Thank you. Dude, does anything pop up when that happens? Oh yeah, you get like a style points. It's it's very much like a it's it's almost like a devil may cry kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go over to the closest car. I'm gonna try and tip it over. Okay, give me a strength check plus. Do you have athletics or lifting or throwing? No, no. the okay. closest thing I'd have would be brawling. No. Yeah. Just a pure Do you strength. Have the skill Street Fighter 2 bonus stage. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh shit! I just pressed a button. I don't know what just happened. Okay, I'm back. There's right. just a whole bunch of information popped up in Chrome, like HTML stuff. Oh, you pressed 11. Okay. Yeah. Try and lift the car. <laughs> oh, that's it, uh, it must be bolted down. I just kind of stand up and kind of just dust off some, some right, muck off my it's shoulder. It's still raining. It's pouring. It's pouring cyberpunk rain outside. Is this is why I'm the muscle. Right. Are you all right there, my love? Right. Go on. Stand up. Take a, take a breath. You're right there. <gasps> so you probably better what are you tell doing? us what. Well, well, we were trying to do good cop, bad cop, and he just was doing... Insane cop, I think. I am no cop. You want to know? It's a metaphor. Please. Uh, Vok 2, was it? Yes. Uh, maybe let uh, Dr. Uh, let uh, Dr. Icarus here be the muscle. I think that maybe uh, this is better role for him. Are you serious? Have you seen him? It's my character. He has a powerful uh, clothing on. Denotes strength. He has strength. a powerful stench wafting from his armpits, actually. Uh, no. Listen here, you. Now, can you bend over a little bit? No. Right, I'm coming up there. I mean, you could just change the altitude of the chair too. <laughs> no. Are you do, are you trying to climb? Yep. <laughs> okay. The second before he he gets his hands on my shoulders and tries to transfer weight, I'm gonna definitely take one step back to see if he can fall out of his chair. Uh. Okay. Give me an give me an uh, agility check, Doctor Icarus. Acrobatics too. Oh, for Doctor Icarus. My bad. Um. Can I use? Schematics. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What? That's a six. Average. Average. That's a six on a two d six. Uh, yeah. Uh, Doctor Rickers, you you like 
get one hand on on Voktu's chest, trying to grab the garb that he's wearing, and it just he takes a step back and. And you just kind of uh, lean forward and just tumble out of the chair. That was an excellent impression, by the way. Um, help! <clears throat> the muscle. And I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna grab him by the wife, Peter. Dr. Uh, Icarus, this is not how you earn style points. It would be much better if you actually contributed to the entire scene and perhaps acted your part. I wasn't expecting him to move. Why would I want you to touch me? You are disgusting. Can you put me down, please? Did you receive anything else that might help you be the muscle? What is wrong with you? Like, Thick and I both received items that help us be our characters. Perhaps maybe you received something else. Did you look to see? Who? Dr. Icarus. Just just right over there. Just down. Down a bit, big fella. Yeah, I'll just plop him back into his floaty chair. Uh, I'm going to check my pockets. <laughs> okay. That's uh, just a finger. Sure. So, uh, yeah, you start, like, rifling through uh, your pockets and things. And uh, you take out... Um, you basically take out this, like... Uh, this uh, weird-looking device. It, it it looks like something that kind of straps onto your wrist. It, it's basically like a... It, it looks like a leather cuff bracelet kind of thing. It's uh, you're going to find this really interesting. And it's got kind of studs on it. Um, but it's got this, like, weird-looking... Um, I think this kind of you know you know like the scope on like a like a sniper rifle or something like that, but sort of much more miniaturized. I'd say maybe like two inches long or something. It protrudes down on the underside of your uh, on your arm, so from the wrist in a little bit, maybe like two inches. What is this? I'm just gonna put it on. <laughs> okay, slap on the cuff with these studs on it, um, and um, you snap it on. And you can see like a little, a little. Uh, there's like a button on there that you can push. Beep. Out from the, from the little, um, uh, I guess like the little attachment, uh, you hear this like, <laughs> and uh, plunging forth from the wrist comes this monofilament whip that like just kind of like crackles on the ground. You're like. <laughs> It slices through, like, part of the parking lot asphalt. Um, well, I'll that seems on. like a bad thing for you to have. Wait a minute. Science stuff. Don't turn your wrist that way. You will you will slice your hand off. I go towards the car, and I'm going to try and just whip the car. Sure. Give me, <laughs> a, give me either a strength or agility check. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You aim for the car. Um, <laughs> oh please! You you aim for the car and completely miss the car. The whole car you miss. You fling the whip, and it's very—it's like a whip, right? So you have no idea how to move your hands to kind of make this happen in a direction that you want. 
to strike something. So what ends up happening is the whip goes a bit awry and just slices through, um, let's see, what would be next to a car? I would say probably... Um, parking meter? Yeah, there's probably in a cyberpunk parking lot. I'm going to say that there is like... Homeless light, people. Light pole? Yeah, there's there's uh, light pole sounds right. There's probably just a light pole. Just like you, you just hear this like... Zrah! Nothing happens for a second. And then you hear the sound of grating metal. And the light goes out and just starts to collapse. What direction is it it falling in? The light falls away from you, crushing, let's say, four cars that are lined up in the other direction. Just metal and, and glass debris. Question is well, that seems already dangerous. Is the obligatory um, cyberpunk ramen shop okay still? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. You're, you're good on the ramen shop. I just turn back to everyone. Aha! Science! Maybe, Dr. Icarus, maybe I should hold on to that. Nope. Mine now. We actually agree for once, I think. Uh, can you at least retract the whip? This sounds uh, like maybe something you should not be having out all the time. Maybe. It's you're you're digging a hole, a furrow into the asphalt right now. No, right, no, okay. no, please. Some some sort of gesture, I think, Ilya. I just push the button. Push the I button. I don't believe you push the button. Push. Oh yes. Push, push the button. <laughs> the thing is like now like. Oh, <laughs> do the tape measure thing where it like flips wildly as it goes. Uh, I think I think it. Through metal. I think it turns off and then like retracts. Oh. <laughs> Around me, there's like uh, waste paper bins just chopped completely in half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Singed until it's like orange from like the molten metal. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> ah, it almost heats it to some sort of plasma. Marvelous. Right. Marvelous. So it's kind of a, hmm, I don't know, laser whip sort of thing. Oh, don't be foolish. Nyan whip, obviously. Well, you don't think anything would be nice nice to you? Well, obviously, the air particles have gone from a gas and then into some sort of plasma. Mm, he does yeah. sound like a doctor. <laughs> right. What you say? It's probably lasers, superheated lasers. Right. Uh, perhaps we should uh, interrogate Molly further, doctor. Ah, yes, yes. Now, you, there. Oops. If you chop her in her, we will not be happy, all right? <laughs> we will again. Right. Now, young lady. So, so Ilya, Ilya just kind of uh, leans in close to Molly, and he says, Now, you can obviously see that he has no idea what he is doing. There is a strong chance that we will all die if he decides to use this whip again. Think about this very carefully before you decide not to talk. I'm just saying. And she just kind of like looks at Dr. Chris, <laughs> looks at Ilya, looks at Vaktu, <laughs> and she says, What do you want to know? Well, where do we start? Start from the beginning. Just tell us everything. And she says, Who's beginning? Well, y- yours? My 
mother, my sister, and myself were sold into slavery to pay off a debt. My father is actually my stepfather. And my real father had a bit of a gambling problem. He sold us to a cartel. They harvested organs and grew them inside of us, performing many surgeries over the years. There was an opportunity that Durvat saw, along with a few other members of the slave pits, and they took it. In the process, a lot of us died, including my mother. But Dravat made it out with us. He lost an arm. And we kept in contact very briefly over the course of the years. I've only seen him twice since then. It was about ten years ago. When we saw him, the last time I saw him was about a year ago. He seemed off. He seemed panicked. He was worried. I think the cartel found him again. And if they did, they might be trying to silence all of us. So, we have a question. She looks at you. Exactly what kind of extra organs did they grow in you? In me? Yeah. (sighs) Extra kidney. Oh. Pancreas. Boring. Never mind then. You can see, like, she takes a second to answer, probably because whatever translation software that's running, that because, like, they don't have the equivalent organs. Like, they probably function way differently. Um, and uh, they have to, like, translate this complex, you know, explanation so that she actually understands what she, what, what's happening. But she says... And she kind of looks at you oddly. What were you hoping for? Oh, never mind. He's not important. You know, the fun stuff, though. You know. Uh, Betty, uh, perhaps... uh, Perhaps this is not the best time to be you. Right? Okay. What are you here for, anyway, Betty? What did you do? Romance! Hmm. Have things seemed particularly romantic to you? Well, 
know, but you know, there's always a bit of running around before the rumpy pumpy, right? Rumpy what? This is basically foreplay. Foreplay? Yeah. Hang on a minute. No, it's definitely not foreplay. Why? Well, it says it's some sort of social interaction before the act of copulation. Right. What are we doing right now? We're having a social well, interaction. Well, we said not copulating, Betty. Well, no, I know we're not. That's why it's foreplay and not afterplay. Oh, whip's optional. Maybe it is. Right. Don't, no, no, put it away. No, nobody's impressed. Put it away. I mean, it's quite impressive. The technology could fit. You can find somebody to out with that thing. It's like a, a, a an electric storm, but controllable. It's marvelous. Right, but you could have put somebody's eye out, so put it away, all right? I think that's kind of the point, Betty. Right. Which I'm not entirely sure why this would help copulation, actually. So, well, you know, some people like a bit of danger. So what I'm understanding here, Molly, is that um, this cartel, uh, what is their name? What, What did you, who are they? They're just known as the cartel. Um, we don't know much information about them. I don't really know how we can help you, honestly. This all seems very coincidental. What was your sister doing at this place? I don't know. Ilya, may I ask you a question away from our subject, please? Uh, excuse me for one moment. I must converse with my uh, partner here. And uh, he sort of walks off. Rustling of paper and stuff. Ilya, I do remember the rock subject that we crushed with the car mentioning something about holding Molly's mother hostage. Did you hear that information before the wreck? I did, but Molly said that her mother died. This seems like conflicting information due to my reports. It does. I wonder who is lying. Well, we can't ask the rock now, can we? That is a good point. I think maybe they won't be able to put it back together. We have a story where I come from. Uh, a strange egg tried to put back together. Uh, Dumpty Humpty, Dick I think his name. Away. <laughs> what are you trying to put back together, Ilya? <laughs> I was need? trying what, what to... What you need if you want to put something back together is gaffer tape. I was trying to tell Thick of old folk <laughs> story from, uh, from the uh, Terran homeworld. Uh, Dumpty Humpty. Thick is now seen putting this rock guy back together as a puzzle, so she's over there like trying to mustard together. No, they, they took the rock away. The the gang members oh. just kind oh, of that's right. that's they right. dust bend him, you know, back to the Yeah. We think I've got some glue somewhere. Um my uh, partner Molly has mentioned something that is a bit of interest. Uh this person that you were supposed to meet, the one that Dr. Icarus crushed with the vehicle. Yes. 
They said that they were holding your mother hostage, yet you told us that your mother died. Something does not seem right here. Who is telling the lie? That's the problem. I don't know. I was coming what here to that? find is out. What is that? Dead bloat or you? How do you not know if you're lying? This. And she kind of like motions towards this. Everything. She just kind of does an all encompassing gesture. Place lends itself to some strange occurrences. I'm not sure if my mother is alive or not. I was coming here to find out. We thought she was dead. Right, wait, um... Molly thought... Your character thought she was dead, or you... Not in the character thought she was dead. She kind of rolls her eyes, and she says, I am Molly. Look, this is silly. Are you actually looking for your mother? I am... I, as Molly, am looking for my mother. So no, then, you're not, right? This doesn't help us. How do I get out of here? Wait, if they have your mother... Well, we just need to find them. Where are the rest of his cronies that I didn't run over with the car? They left. They had uh, basically told us that um, they were going to take... Uh, I don't remember his name. What was it? Um, I can't remember. I honestly can't. Let's call him Crumbles. <laughs> That seems very racist, Dr. Icarus. Oh, it's nothing to do with his race, I... Right, it's quite descriptive, really, I thought. Yes, yes, yes. Let's call him... Let's call him Gravel Path. That's and definitely just racist. Call him The Rock and be done with it. Zen Garden. The Rock, right, yes. Now, where did they take Dwayne? Who is Dwayne? I the, the they, person I ran over with the car. The gang His name members. Is he just said we're calling the, him Dwayne. The gang Dwayne. members. The gang members took the the remainders of their their leader there uh, back to um, wherever they came from. I didn't see where they went. And you just let them go? Well, we had spoken that they would uh, be communicating with us if they found any more information, but they seemed to be as uh, willing to cooperate as they did. Um, they didn't have any of the information that we needed. Well, the information we need is where they've gone. How are they supposed to be contacting you? It's, like, difficult for me to meta, but I 100% agree with you. It's just this is the way the Zagatic has played the character, <laughs> so I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Ilya says uh, hmm, perhaps perhaps we should go after them I don't know what our best move here is oh do you, do you think that do you do you when that when I hear the don't know what the best move is I'm going to head over to the front of the store and see if I can find any tracks or anything along those lines to see where the gang members went to Okay, 
Uh, go ahead and give While me... While he's doing that, I'm just arguing with Ilya about how stupid he is. <laughs> yeah, and Ilya keeps, like, bringing up... He's, like, pointing... Like, you just see this conversation from the outside, like, as we the camera follows Vok to. Um, you see this conversation. Ilya's pointing to, like, the trash can. There's, like, stuff cleaved in half. He's pointing to the to the cars that have the light posts crashed on them. And he's making, like, weird swing gestures with his hands. Um... <laughs> um, Vok 2 uh, please give me I think this is going to be intuition uh, plus tracking tracking yes that'll work let's see if this button works it should be a 5d6 yep 17 okay um, so basically what you're able to determine is the uh, in the rain is uh, not a lot uh, the vehicle um, you, you remember where the vehicle was and uh, looking out, trying to figure out which way it went. Um, you're in a city that's pretty crowded. It, honestly, it's kind of almost like a grid, so it could have went um, three different directions. Um, activating your like heat sensors um, with the rain on, it's kind of basically not helpful it's it's fucking with your your tracking abilities i'm gonna say that uh you have like a faint um indication of where it went like you can probably break down one of the three different directions where it could have gone i'm gonna say that it probably headed um to the northeast. east hmm. uh, as i keep looking at the tracks like i'm kneeling down and i go over to where the car is and i'm i'm and i'm noticing um the cars are they have rubber tires right they're it's like old school yeah kind of, yeah they're, the uh, cars yeah, look kind of different out, but their their general makeup okay. is kind of the same yeah i just point out the tracks it's it's faint but the car went that way and i just point off in the northeast direction you're the one that chose to be the brains i am not the brains i am the lead detective you are the one that should be the muscle, yet you couldn't even slip this woman into trying to get the confession. It was very pathetic. I murdered a man made of rock. What have you done with your brain? What I have done with my brain is get Ooh. us to this point in the first place. We wouldn't have gotten here if it was you. If it was you, you would probably be saying science and trying to analyze every little fiber of clothing on the person that was dead. I, I um get out my data pad and I systematically go through all the notes that I've written through this, but I haven't been able to act on because I'm the mess on. And here, yes, uh, you didn't even check this. Uh, the... And I'm just going through all this list and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling. <laughs> this is all unnecessary information. This does nothing to help us. You're just analyzing so many useless things. I don't even understand how you got this time. For me, it seems very pointless, and the fact that you are to be playing the muscle indicates exactly how much you have uh, veered from the path you are supposed to take in this action, Dr. Icarus. I have an electro whip attached to my arm. Congratulations. I am the one that pointed it out. You didn't even try to look. The first thing that myself and Thick did was look around to see what kind of... Uh, things we had available to us to help us with our jobs. Look, sunshine. I'm the muscle. Everything I need is right here. Somewhere. I look 
and focus? Does there seem to be like a negative? Oh, I poked my actual bone. I mean, if you've ever seen Brad flex. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I love you. <laughs> no, it's 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 worse than that. When like there's nothing, it's just like skin on the bone. It's not yeah, like it, it, Brad it, it, has actual muscle that moves yeah. his arms. I don't even have. <laughs> I don't know. I think Brad's just made of. I, I, I don't know skin, uh, skin and more skin underneath, holding the skin together. <laughs> he's just—he's just skin all the way down. Brad is made of hate and lies. Yes, Brad is is purely hate and lies. Um, <laughs> That's why it's funny. I know. Brad had a punch punch to baby. Brad Brad had a great quote. <laughs> Brad had a great quote on his last stream, which was. Uh, Nobody hates me more than I hate myself. <laughs> oh, oh. That's why I'm always nice to Brad. Yeah. Except when I'm not. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not that impressive, Octu. It's, it's, uh. So it's more like a instinctual sort of feeling I get. Like, I feel like it's in this direction, even though the, there's no real solid evidence. Oh, I'm I sorry. I thought of... you were analyzing Dr. Icarus's, uh, Oh, muscle. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got you. All right. I see no muscle. See, even the the uh, person that is not really familiar with our species is is finding it difficult to believe that you are the muscle. That's uh, who are you? Why why are you here with us? Can you be That's helpful? A great question. I trying to leave here, and you are police. I think. How um, do I get out of here? So, Betty. Um, Molly kind of like bends down towards you and says, can you get me out of here? Well, I could, but these are friends of mine. I'm not sure if I should fuck over, you know? They don't really seem like friends. Well, you know, crewmates, acquaintances. Barely know them at all. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so she says, can you get me out of these cuffs? Um... Right, I think I've got some. Right, uh, uh, possibly. Can I? Hmm. I wouldn't have bolt cutters on me. Would so I? I think that you. Uh, they didn't they use? Oh no. Uh, so we had. I we thought, had I thought Betty used right. her cuffs that she had. Oh shit! No, we did. Yeah, we used my cuffs. So uh, like, I expect it's just like right here we go. Nice well-oiled mechanism. Betty clicks more than a cricket. <laughs> clicks more than my character does. So, so she says, uh, maybe we can That was use... me miming a key opening noise, okay? So she says, maybe we can use these later. Oh, yes! <clears throat> Did right. I hear that? Oh, yes? Uh, the... I think they're trying to be kind of quiet, and you're not necessarily... Oh, and I'm, I'm always away from yeah. the tracks, too, so yeah. yeah, I wouldn't hear that. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Is, is it close enough to notice, or... Because she hasn't really... Um, give me a perception her. check, Vic. No. Probably not. Probably not. Right, so how should we go this way? They're still pasting bags on herself. Yeah, the Pink Panther music starts. Oh, wow. Did Molly it? rolled very well. Uh, uh, okay, so yeah, um, nobody notices this. Molly and Betty uh, peace out from the scene. 
Um, so, yeah, Molly uh, probably tries to lead you away from the parking lot there um, towards, uh, I would say, probably like the other side of the building, um, maybe to some other parking lot that's nearby. Um, she's going to try and find some kind of vehicle or something for you guys to swipe. And um, she says, we need wheels. She says, I've got to try and talk to my sister. Find out why she was there. You're muted. <clears throat> I knew that. Yeah. Think she's betraying you? I don't know what to think. Komako has always been a bit... Mental? Independent. Mental? She looks freaking mental to me. The slave pits... had an effect on her. So she's mental then. I think that's a bit of a stretch. And she goes, ah, here we go. She like, um, uh, I think she just, uh, somebody just left their car door open and just opens up a door. Uh, people are fucking known to do that shit. It's just, there's a lot of thieves that just go around and just check to see if the door is open. That's the does easiest it, way they can steal it. Does it smell of boiled sweets inside? I'm sorry, what were you saying, uh, Thick? Oh, I was just saying it's a simulator, and like the players, it doesn't matter to them. They just leave their shit unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's she's just checking doors, and she opens one up, and she goes, "Ah, here we go." Um, oh, lovely! Right, you might want to drive. She says, "Yeah, um, I have to I have to figure out what hospital they took her to." Right. What's the closest one? And she says, um, Saint City General. That's a weird name for hospital, all right. She says, I didn't name it. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just commenting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the spectacle doesn't understand, like, Saint and, you know, <laughs> like, all that stuff. It's just for some reason. All it, hail Saint City, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um,. They don't. They probably have no concept of religion or anything, anything about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, she hot wires the uh, car. Um, she has her little cybernetic uh, finger that she activates and uh, gets the car running. Um, and, He's really interested in the cybernetic <laughs> finger. Um, and yeah, and you guys, uh, you guys leave. Um, and uh, the rest of you don't seem to notice as uh, Betty and Molly take off. There's a sense of relief in the air, but nobody can quite work out why. And relax. Okay. So, uh, the conversation between Ilya and uh, Dr. Icarus seems to be garnering all the attention, enough for Betty and Molly to kind of slip away. So, Ilya says, I think we've had enough, Okay. You just try to do your best to be the muscle, and I will try to do my best to be the lead detective. Now. Yes, and good luck with that. Now. Right. Fuck. What, 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 what are you bringing to the table here? You want to get out? Yes? Well, yes, but... Well, we I'm... need to solve the crime. Why? Because that's how this thing works. It's not, uh, like a puzzle. You're due to a puzzle as a child. Puzzles are beneath me. From what Molly said, 
it appears that uh, there is some more fighting or something to be happening with this uh, battle royale uh, program that you entered into. Maybe well, you need do to. Do I know who I need to kill? I don't know. I mean, it it told us the general idea of our uh, uh, participation in this event when we first entered. Maybe it said this on your screen too. I scrolled past all the fine text. Well, that was a bit of a mistake, wasn't it? Words. Well, they have no meaning. Perhaps you have been met up with us as Betty was, um, and your part of the puzzle is also along the same path as ours. This does feel like a shared simulation event. Maybe all of our characters' paths intertwine, and potentially the gang members that we are trying to try to find will be your people to beat in Battle Royale. Hmm. This is a good point, plucky assistant. Uh, I'm gonna, like, <laughs> when Thick says that, I'm gonna think, um, do I remember any of the the gang members in that area? Were they sharing any same, similar insignia or adornments that the of the gang members when I was fighting Oons? Um, no. They did not. Okay. Um, Ilya pipes up and says, Well, this was one location that we were able to check when we were first investigating the gang. These crown boys. We were looking for uh, hardware. Maybe we can... Uh, maybe we can head to one of the other locations in the hopes that we can continue to find them. Perhaps learn more. Hmm. Well, I feel as if the only way I'll get out of here is if you show me how, so I will help you. Very well. And perhaps, if you are interested, if we all get out of this place and we meet with this uh, Purilp, then um, once we commence with first contact, perhaps we can have a conversation and uh, you may want to meet with some of our people back on the Arcadia. What is the Arcadia? It is uh, uh, our ship. It is our uh, our colony ship. Um, it it it's a it's it's a hive of where the the strongest warriors def to prove who's the strongest. Then why are you alive? And I I, I wink at uh, Ilya. Cause I'm a strong warrior. Then I do not wish to join the Arcadia if you are considered a strong warrior. Ah, <laughs> yes. Scared are you? Scared. He is yes, not you couldn't fight me, of course. He, he is not considered a strong warrior in the traditional sense. You see, he is a, a, a scientist. He is one... Science? Right. He is, he is one who uh, analyzes things and gives information to our strong warriors. Hmm. Like the Vrazic. Betty, as well, is a part of our crew on the Arcadian. Yes, Betty, tell him! Uh, perhaps it is not a good idea to mention Betty, I think, maybe. Plucky assistant. Betty! Betty is so interested in Betty. Where is Betty? Where is Betty? Where is Molly? Wait a minute. Where did he go? Betty? Betty! Betty! Dr. Icarus, call up Betty. B Betty! No, on your data pad. Oh, yes, of course. 
69. <laughs> um, and uh, as the call goes out, that's where we'll take our first break. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned for some more Warped Season 2, Episode number 23. Back in just a few minutes. Hang tight for more of the same. Right back. <laughs> 